attention. <laughs> oh no, nah, I was um, what was I doing? I was listening to this song that um this girl gave me. Um, okay. So yeah, that's what I was doing pretty much. The, yeah, can you see me good? Yeah, you you look All a little right. bit um distorted, but you're good. You're good. Long as your audio is good, that's all that matters. Yes, so yeah, got you. Um, our topic today would be uh, police brutality. I, I think we um kind of um touch upon <coughs> on that um what was it? I think when we first met, whatever, right? All right. Yeah. So, um, where do I start when it comes to this police brutality? Because it's a, I would definitely say it's a, it's a big grand topic and um um where would i like to start oh first off i'd like to say welcome to the emancipate show i'm your host kel and joining me today is dre henry so remember keep it clean and try not to say anything that's gonna offend anybody because we're live on facebook and we're live on youtube and we don't wanna um Stir no pot. Yeah. So yeah, basically, um, uh, I just want to say, um, dealing with the police is a very um wide spectrum, and um, uh, I would say sometimes we do instigate some of the problems that comes to us, <clears throat> and a and a lot of times that uh, sometimes, um. If we know to communicate with them a little bit better, a lot of situation will escalate into what it escalates. Other than the fact there's sometimes they might take their problems out on us. However, there is definitely a way of communicating and um, dealing with these guys without making a situation escalate into more than what it is. Take um, I'm just going to go over what I remember. Like, okay, I'm going to give you an example. So let's say you on the block and you see these guys coming, whatever, right? I'm pretty sure they're going to try to dish out tickets and stuff like that to you. But if you start taunting them and you start saying, oh, sup my D and um, insulting them and, and um, agitating them or tease them or bully them, with words, they're gonna act. But if you just take the summons and just keep it pushing and be humble, I'm pretty sure that will just be that will pass basically. Also, if you're driving and you're um you get pulled over by an officer or so, um instead of instead of instigating an argument or getting nasty or um being disrespectful you could just cooperate like they say give me a license registration you take your license registration out you let them know that you're reaching for your license you're not you don't have any guns or so in the car i, I don't even think you should even mention you got a gun in a car even if you do have one because the last guy that the co last couple of guys i seen done that they all got shot it didn't it didn't end that well but 
yeah, you know what I'm saying? They ask for your license registration. You take your license registration out and you, you give it to them and you inform them of what you're doing before you do it. Um, from my experience from being pulled over, what I've done uh, time and time again, I've uh, I pulled over, I turned the music off and I turned the car off and I put the keys on the dashboard. And I will also recommend two things I like to recommend for anybody that know they're going to have a little running with the law or something like that. You should get a dash cam camera and you should also have a lawyer on retainer. I heard you mention to me before that you could get a lawyer on retainer for like $25,000 or something like that. That's valid? Valid. That's um, there's a company called Prepaid Legal. They have um different plans, but there's a plan where there's twenty five dollars a month, and that you can pay them. Um, it was founded, I believe, in nineteen seventy seven by Harlan C. Stone Cipher. Um, Harlan C. Stone Cipher is also the man who founded Primerica. Oh, he that's my a, life. Uh, that's not to cut you. That's my life insurance, Primerica. Go ahead. Okay, so you know he had he had an incident and um. The legal fees were astronomical at the time. He didn't have the money. So he came up with the idea for prepaid legal, where you could pay a little bit of something, something every month, and you got a lawyer on retainer, okay? Now, um, what you can retain with them is where they would make phone calls on your behalf. They would also write letters on your behalf, okay? They will also um, place certain grievances on your behalf. Um... But, um, you know, and, and, and that's pretty much with that. Now, if you walked into a law firm, um, you know, you can walk into almost any lawyer's office and get about an hour of free legal advice and then ask him, hey, look, listen, how much would it cost for me to retain you? Most, most, most lawyers keep their doors open through retainer. You know, that extra $50 or $100 or $1,000 or whatever a month just coming in helps them keep their doors open because they don't get big cases all the time. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, but, you know, um, now the one thing about prepaid legal is from what I remember is they will not represent you if you're guilty. So if, if, if let's say you, you committed a capital murder and everybody knows you did it, but you're looking <laughs> for legal representation, they won't represent you. Okay. That's yeah. good to know. Yeah. <laughs> well. Yeah, but I want I, I want to comment on what on some of the other stuff that you had said earlier. Okay. You know about I, I, about I, I, I didn't I didn't finish oh, up yet, but um, my bad. I didn't finish up yet, but um, I'm gonna get back to it. But go ahead. Nice view. Yeah. No. I'm, I'm, oh, thank you. I, I um. No, that's my wife. About I was talking being about. I was talking about my wife oh. actually. Yeah. No, uh, respect, respect. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Respect. <laughs> no, she just did something a while ago, and I was like, nice view. <laughs> go yeah, ahead, go yeah, ahead. Yeah. Say what you I've saying. been there before. Now, um, now, um, with, with being stopped by the police, by, by the police, um, you know, um, I treat every man with um respect. You know, whether right. you're a police officer or EMT or anybody, you know, um, but as a strong man myself. I will not be disrespected. Now, with that being said, I know not to sit here and try to go 
argument for argument with these guys because I'm going to lose. Of okay, course. it doesn't it doesn't pay to argue with them. Okay, it doesn't pay to antagonize them. Okay, um, but there are but see, knowing what's what your rights are can save your life and the people that you're with. Like New York State is not mandatory for you to carry ID. But they have a police officer. Yes, see, and that that's against the law. See, you're not mandated to carry ID in the state of New York. Um, they uh, a police officer cannot ask you to identify yourself to them unless you have committed a crime, you're about to commit a crime, or you are reasonably suspected of committing a crime. Mm. Okay, so if you so so now if you're in the wrong, then you shouldn't be arguing with anyone. You get what I'm saying? Now, now, they're standing up for yourself and then there's being foolish about it. You know, there's like like your parents teach you, there's good pride and there's bad pride. You know, I could be prideful and say, hey, look, listen, I've not committed a crime. I've done nothing wrong, officer. Why, do you, why are you asking me to identify myself? Now. You see a tone? To, Go on. You see a tone now, how, to, how, how calm yes, it is? Sir. Yeah, people need to yes, practice sir. that. Go on. Go on. And that and that and that's part of my point. When you man, come on and see, there you go. They're trained to read body language. So yes. if your body language tells him I have something to hide, he's gonna press the issue. Uh, the more I, you I speak would. to this officer, I would. Exactly. The more you speak to this officer, now you make yourself a part of his investigation. Once okay. he say you're detained. He can detain you for up to an hour. Yep. Okay. That's a tactic. Just like interrogation when they don't feed you and they don't let you go to the bathroom. It's a tactic to just get the truth out of you. They want you to lose patience and make a mistake. Okay. Well, before you become before you become a police officer, you must take a psych test. So they know little things to press your buttons. Hey, let me see some ID. Now he's challenging you as a man. Hey, give me ID. You sitting there like yo, he's trying to sun me. And but but what what he's doing is he's using what he's taught, right, to get you to make a mistake. And it you works. Know what I'm saying so. If I'm sitting exactly, if I'm sitting here like, um, do you have any ID? Yes, I do, officer. Can I see it? No, sir. That's it. Right now, me personally, I just show the damn ID. But now some some officers want to identify you, okay? So that way, they take your name down, and they spread your name out. So now, if four or five officers walk up to you and ask you for your ID, and your name just keeps coming up, guess what? Now you're a POI, a person of interest. Right, but Why does they, this al person they also have it in the system, um, like, on all your arrests that's been made. Yeah. They got, oh, yeah. They got, your, they got your whole... They got your whole. They got it's everything. Like, yeah, they, it's like you're going to a doctor, and they got yeah. your file. They got everything on you. They know how many tickets you yeah. got. When you see them yeah. asking all all of those those stupid questions, they got all your yeah. information. They're just gonna try to see if they're gonna mm -hmm. cross reference your information based upon what you give them. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. They, they know your exactly. last residence. You live. They know. They know. They have all your information. But exactly. When when you start acting, um, when you start acting out of character, 
mm-hmm. you acting like suspicious, then like you said, you're a person of interest. The more calmer you are, the more the better it be for you to be on your way. But if you if you acting like a dick, then they're gonna be like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Like, we need mm-hmm. to look into this person. This person is definitely a person of interest. Exactly. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Now, now we, we just covered the officers that are just doing their job. Now you have some officers who have their own agenda. You get what I'm saying? You have right. some, you know, you know, I, I've had one officer, you know, would stop me or whatever. Um one actually one time I was I was on Valentine's Day. Um, two years ago, I had um, I was coming from seeing my my kids, and I was going to work, and um, I had dozed off on the train, and I woke up with a sharp pain on my foot, and an officer hit me on my leg with his nightstick to wake me up, thinking I was a homeless person. Oh my goodness! You know, so when I got up, and I stood up, and I was, you know, and I'm like, I'm like, yo, what the hell is wrong with you? You know, and I'm asking him, what the hell is wrong with you? Are you crazy? You could have broke my foot. What's wrong with you? You know, I'm like, that hurt. You know, and he's, he's like, well, you're not supposed to sleep on the train. I'm like, well, you're not supposed to touch me. A fact. You know, you, you don't know what ailments, and that's something else what people don't understand. I don't, you don't know what ailments I have. You don't, you don't know what's, you know, I could be walking around here, congestive heart failure. You don't know. You, know, you get what I'm saying? That's what, that's what I tell you. Keep your hands to yourself. A fact. You know, um, I, I, you know, and 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 I see, I see, I see, I see videos where police officers are not shown in the best of light, and and I try to stay as biased as possible. Like me personally, I've done security all my life. Okay, now, I'm not a police officer, but I've been treated like I was a police officer because hey, I got a job to do. Hey, guys, right. do me a favor, you can't stand there. Yo, my brother, do me a favor, could you not do that? You know, and then I would get to share this. You know what I'm saying? And what then it's like, nigga. like what, what is this exactly. nigga, nigga talking to? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So now you sitting, you sitting there like, yo, bro, come on, man. Like, I'm really not here for like, just do me a favor, just, just take it down the block. So now this dude sitting here, coming at me crazy, questioning my manhood. You know, you know, you know, you trying to emasculate me. And, and I'm sitting in the back of my mind like, I could just blow this dude face off with one punch. You get what I'm saying? But then you got you to maintain your professionalism because of security. If you hurt somebody, you're going home for the night. Yeah. You anyway, probably get, get paid. You probably get sued too because I picked up this dude the other day. He had like three cases and he was a bouncer. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, yeah. you got to chill out a little bit. Yo, and it's all, it's all because of the same thing you just said yeah. a while ago. And nowadays, these niggas is pressing charges. Oh yeah, the owner getting they, sued, and the person that this, yeah. the person that distribute the punch is getting sued. I've been sued. I've been sued for twelve grand once. Okay, I was working at Mars Twenty One Twelve. Dude, acted, actually, dude, do me a favor. Could you smoke your cigarette up, up, up on the street? Because we had a pit where we would search at. And over there, you know, the, the, the cigarette smoke bothers you, and then you can't be smoking in within a certain amount of feet of a restaurant or a nightclub. So I'm like, you'll do me a favor. Just take that upstairs, brother, and I'll give them word for you to come right back down. Man flicks a cigarette at me, hits me on the chest. Mm. 
she, you know, I gave this nigga something to write home about. I ain't gonna lie to you. You know what I'm saying? You know, you know what? I, I never understand. I, I'm not stereotyping anybody. I only could speak for my people. Why black people gotta be so damn difficult? <laughs> Why we gotta be so difficult? But you, you know, you know what? Because, because, and, and and this is just my opinion, and I ain't trying to offend nobody. Okay. We are beat down so much to respect the other race so much to where we draw the line with our own race. You understand what I'm saying? Where someone of a lighter complexion can sit there and do something to me. And because I listen to my mother, my grandmother, the women in my family, it ain't worth it. Leave him alone, leave him alone, leave him alone. But then when 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 somebody that looks just like you do it, oh nah, I ain't having it. If if you think of it, it's almost all over America. When we riot, where do we riot? In our own neighborhoods. I'm mad at them, but I'm gonna fuck my shit up. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? That's just what I see. Now, I'm not trying to offend nobody because, you know, like I said, you know, I am pro-black, but I'm not anti-white. But I see these things. Do you know what I'm saying? I also see how, in some cases, our own women are trained to be against us. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Not all. Not all. You know what I'm saying? But if you think about it, you get you get spoken to, beat down by some of these women. Oh yeah, and then and then they hit you, and you push them up off you. First thing she's doing is going to that phone to get you a record. Oh yeah, I I, I have that? a saying: if they call the police, make sure you beat them to the punch because you're gonna get locked up. So in Man. the event in the event they call, you better make sure you call too. I got one better for you. If she called the police, leave. But she could press charges. Uh uh. If you didn't put your hands on that woman, she could say all, that. Wait, wait. She could say you hit her. She could she say could whatever say that. she I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you. I will share something with you. I'll um when me and my wife broke up, I um destroyed my apartment. I didn't touch her. I didn't. I did not touch her. I did not threaten her. Nothing. I destroyed my apartment because I was angry and I had to take my attitude out on something. She called the police. The police came. Saw me in the house sitting down. I was calm. I was cool and collective at the time. I knew how to. I said, "Listen, I'm not going to resist you. You feel I should be arrested? I'll go into custody with you. I'm not going to resist." He said, "You know what? You're a gentleman to me. I'm gonna be a gentleman to you." As she, as uh, I was being arrested, he told me, you know, if you wouldn't have been in this apartment, there'd be nothing I could do. Because anybody could say you did anything. A fact. You get what I'm saying? So but, I could say, Brother Brooks punched me in the face. But by the time they get over here to me, you on Fordham Road. But you see how you deal with the situation? Very calm. You got to. 
black people most of the time we're very hostile and if you notice whenever officers talking to a black man he's like why are you so like rowdy mm -hmm. like why are yeah. you raising your voice over mine yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah. you could get you could get so much across if your attitude is like in check because yeah. he sees himself over you because that badge and that gun right there give him all authority, whatever. Mm -hmm. But you but approach you this, right, but you, you approach yourself as a man, right? But when see, you that's come, something nobody can take from you, right? When you come out at a person very hostile, then they're gonna be like, Okay, mm -hmm. I'm dealing with an animal, I'm gonna treat this nigga right here like the animal he is. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. If you're calm, you get more across the board. If you're hostile, yeah. you're going to be dealt with. And this yeah. is... And, this and again, Go ahead. And again, we're describing... The, and again, to me, you're describing the officer that's just there to do his job. You know, A fact. Um, Re regardless if, regardless you know, if he's regardless if he's racist or not. Because if he's racist and you get that heifer there and he... You, you rub him the wrong way, it's coming. It's definitely yeah, coming. But, I, but, but but see, that's what I'm saying, Brother Brooks. Like, I've I've had police officers push the racial agenda on me. You know, and I'm sitting there like, oh, all right, see, you want to go. All right. You know, all right, brother, you got it. But you, it's only something that I'm going to take. You just switched it up. You see what you're doing? You know, you're changing yeah, yeah, gears. Because we're with it. You're adapting. And that's yeah. what you have to learn how to do. If you don't learn to adapt and you treat every situation the same way, all results are going to be the same. However, yeah. if you approach a situation in a more calmer way and you distribute a different kind of uh, approach, you maybe you get a different result. You know, if you're talkative, you don't learn shit. But if you shut the fuck up, and you yep. listen, you will learn much more. Exactly. exactly. You feel me? You know what I mean? Because a lot of my friends are officers. You know, I, I have a few friends that are police officers. That's a stressful-ass job. You know what I'm saying? They go through a lot. Of, they go through a lot of shit. And a lot of them, they do take their anger out on civilians. You know, you have some, you have some officers that are welcome to you unsnapped. Weapon already in hand. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I seen him. I seen him pull over a pull over a nigga yeah. and they got their hand on their gun. Yeah. They, you know, I went I one time had an officer. I was going into my building and he he rolled up one of them little punk ass buggies that you could push over. <laughs> and he's like, What are you doing over here? And I was like, excuse me? And he was like, What are you? I like, I live here. I like I have ID. I can show it to you. May I get it? And he was like, okay, yeah, go ahead. And when I showed him my ID, he went on about his business. Now, the womb's calling. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. I got a call. Now, some brothers will know, you can't ask me for my ID for nothing. I didn't do nothing. But, but, it, it, but, but like I said, and like you said, sort of how you present yourself. A fact. If I, I lose control and I'm yelling and I'm screaming and I'm cussing, ah, I'm showing you that I don't have control of the situation. And as you're a sure. man, 
you, you are sure supposed don't. to have control of any situation you get yourself involved in. By adapting. You know what I'm saying? By, by I'm adapting. a man. You're not going to speak to me certain ways, and you're not going to do certain things. Now, I'm not sitting here talking about I'm going to go fist to cuss with a police officer. No, I ain't trying to do that seven years because I don't gain them people enough of my time in my life. You know what I'm saying? I'm a, I ain't never I'm been a, to prison. I've been to punk-ass jail. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and that's when I'm, I realized I like video games and women too much. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to give you an example, yeah. right? <clears throat> Check but, this out. Check this out. I'm going to give you an example, right? I got pulled over before, I can't hear right? you, brother. Wait. You can hear me now? You can hear me? I can't hear you. No. Wait, you hit mute. You hit mute. Don't hit mute. You can hear me now? Hello? You can hear me now? Hold on. No, gotta, it's, it's like you real low. Real, real low. You, you got to go, go somewhere. Come back in? Go, no, go somewhere quiet because I hear your wife talking in the background. I hear your wife talking in the background. Yeah. Yes. Go, go somewhere quiet. Go somewhere quiet because I hear you. I'm hearing your wife conversation. Yeah, she's on, she's on another call. Yeah, yeah. Go somewhere the same quiet. people who called me. Yeah, yeah. Go somewhere quiet so I could hear you because she's cutting in. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go out and come back in. All right. Go ahead. All right, let's just put that conversation on hold real quick. Yeah, um, so basically, um, your best bet, whenever you get pulled over by an officer, I would definitely say, you know, just, just learn to adapt to the situation. Try not to be hostile. Try not to be disrespectful because an officer holds himself in high regards. And whenever you're disrespectful, you're only going to make the situation escalate into something where that might be that might end up on the news or so. And most of the time, if you run into an officer, you don't know what that man is going through. Your best bet is just to adapt. Uh, I said this before, and I'm going to reiterate it again. People talk about change, right? They want change. but if you want change, the first thing to change is that you got to care. If you care, pretty much your feelings is, a, is attached to it, right? When your feelings is attached to something, you have a, a different outlook of how you feel. And when your feelings is attached to it, your approach is different and your outcome is going to be different and your result is definitely going to be different so you want to make sure when you care you're putting a different kind of emotion into it and you're putting a different action into what you want get done it's like everybody's saying oh black lives matter black lives matter yeah black lives matter all the time whether whether a person get killed by a cop or black and black crime happens black lives matter all the time but we have to learn how to care for ourselves first before we start saying black lives matter when 
a police officer kill a black man. So if you're out there hearing this, wherever in the world, <clears throat> this catches you or so, you got to know your approach whenever you approach a law officer. You got to be calm and you also got to learn how to communicate with people. You also need a lawyer on retainer. And I would also recommend getting a camera in your vehicle. So just in case an officer said you did X, Y, Z, all your information is there when you present it in court. So your case will be more valid. You feel me? So that's just basically what I got to say. I know there's a lot of um, other things I could touch on or elaborate on um a lot of situations that we get into a lot of time it could have went better but our approach make it gets more uglier so moving forward black people or whomsoever gets beat down by police just take it easy when you communicate watch the tone of your voice because these guys are trained on how to read people. If you notice a cop, he's very observant. That's one thing they teach him. When you're observant, you gather more information. When you're talkative, you miss things that's happening and that's being said. So moving forward, be safe, stay safe. And um, yeah, each one teach one. And thank everybody that um subscribe to my youtube channel i got 52 subscribers today after working on them effortlessly effortlessly i would like to say thank you for everybody that subscribed and and, and people that didn't subscribe thanks still all right i'm gonna sign off yours truly kel